Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 81. I hope you had a wonderful and Merry Christmas runner friend. I'm sitting here feeling toasty warm. I just got back from an eight mile run. I immediately changed into fleece pajamas and I actually treated myself to a hot cup of cocoa afterwards. So I really feel I'm warmed up from inside and outside. Anyways, let's talk about today's episode. We're going to be talking about form focus, and I think it'll really resonate with you. I know it's made a big difference for me, so I want to share it with you guys also. The topic is on how often I would feel like a victim if I noticed aches and pain while I was out running or after my run. And actually, it hasn't been until recently that I really noticed the contrast from then till now. What I mostly remember about it is the dread that I used to feel in my body, like this ball of lead settling in my stomach. And especially the worry thoughts that would drop in after I noticed an ache. Thoughts like, oh no, will this mean I'll have to slow down or stop running? You know what I mean, right? Runner friend, just between you and I. I actually spent Christmas break 2019, so three years ago, running while in pain. My shins were on fire because I had started marathon training for an upcoming spring marathon, which of course got canceled along with everything else that year. But my point just is I ignored the pain. I ran through it, right? I didn't know what else to do. So... I know this is familiar to you all. Aches and pain are the bane of runner's existence, right? And what I've become really aware of recently, really present to, is that I used to feel like a victim. Do you know what I mean? Can you relate to that? I think you probably can. A victim to something outside of me, although it happened inside my body, but outside of me, making my body hurt and ache. Maybe wrong shoes, maybe my age, maybe a stressed body, maybe weak muscles. I didn't know. And I guess it just kind of felt unavoidable, but oh, so frustrating, right? Because I'd made up my mind. I was a runner. I really wanted to get out there and prove it to myself and everybody else. Now, I always felt a lot of camaraderie around it all in the running groups that I were in, you know, shared commiserating over something we all kind of felt out of our control. 
Now, what I've learned since becoming Chi Running Certified is that I have so much more impact than I used to think. Once I started learning proper running form, I realized I could tweak things while running and a lot of aches, discomfort, just magically, not magically, but it seemed that way, resolved themselves right on the run, literally sometimes within a minute. And most of the time, it's as simple as running in good alignment and relaxing my legs on the go. So today I want to share some tips I now live by, really run by, of course, that I feel have empowered me so much. Because what I notice about myself and my runs in the last year is I'm a lot more calm and at ease since learning good form. Gone are the worry thoughts, the anxious mind who fell out of depth, who fell in deep water whenever aches and pains surfaced. And let me tell you, it just feels so good today. So good. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand me. It doesn't mean that I don't feel niggles or aches from time to time when I run. It just means that when I feel those, I have tools. I think through my running form focuses and I adjust my form while running. Sometimes it's a simple fix. Other times I focus on it for the entire run. And let me also just say that I'm not trying to diagnose or treat you, obviously. I'm simply sharing Chi Running by Danny Dreyer as a tool with you. And it's your choice if you want to pursue it and implement it or not. The basic premise of Chi Running Form is teaching runners effortless and injury-free running. Sounds pretty good, right? And I point this out because if while running it does not feel effortless or there's aches and pain, something is wrong in the running form. And that's where the self-assessment starts. If you're new to the podcast, you may want to go back and listen to episodes that are specifically marked form focuses. These are specifically on one particular element of running form. Episodes 64, 66, and 68 are good places to start. Today, I want to share an area that's a notorious problem area for runners. There seems to be this conviction that runner's knee is par for the course. If you're a runner, and I'm obviously speaking to recreational runners here. So using a chi running approach, I'll provide some tips and tweaks to your running style that may help alleviate any aches that you experience in your knees. And I want to make to make it very clear that I'm not telling you whether to see a professional or not. You have to be the judge of that. And if you feel, just before I start, if you feel these tips are helpful, please just go pick up a copy of the book Chi Running by Danny Dreyer. It's like 15 bucks on Amazon. It'll make running so much more fun and enjoyable for you. And it'll help you retain so much more energy even while running long distances. If you implement good running form, you can protect your knees and you can reduce the torque and the impact on your knees, thereby making running a habit that you can enjoy into old age. All right, here are the four tips 
Tip number one, don't heel strike. Heel striking is when your foot sticks out ahead of your body. The foot's flexed and your heel is the first point of contact with the ground. What that will do is it'll cause your heel to absorb the shock from the road and it'll send the impact of your leg. Now, side note, this goes for walking also. So what do you do instead? You land in a midfoot strike under you, not ahead of you. And another side note here, one of the biggest differences about chi running is that you fall forward from your ankles in order to utilize the force of gravity to propel your runs. So this way you don't have to rely on leg muscles. Now you might have to go back and listen to some of the other forum focuses to really understand this concept or actually go get the book. So back to tip number one, as you land in a midfoot strike, let your stride open up behind you so that when your legs swing forward, your feet don't land underneath you. Tip number two, don't pick up your knees when you run. That's right, don't pick up your knees to reach forward for a longer stride. When you lift your knee, your leg swings forward and you heel strike and effectively put the brake on your forward momentum. So essentially what you're doing is you're starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. Instead, keep your knees low and let your heels float up behind you. Use this phrase, knees down, heels up, as a reminder. Tip number three, keep your knees soft and lightly bent during the landing and support phase of your stride. Remember that running is a one-legged activity, so at any given point, only one leg supports your whole body. This is the support phase. Overstriding and then straightening the knees when landing causes a lot of impact to the heel and knee. So keep your knees soft and lightly bent. Tip number four, foot direction. In episode 64 on posture, I talk about postural alignment and directional alignment. If our feet are pointed in a different direction from where we're headed, we're not aligned. We're leaving ourselves open to negative impact. So think about your feet. If your feet splay outward, even slightly, meaning the toes point away from your midline, this could create knee pain because you're twisting your knee with every foot strike. And over time, it'll stretch the medial ligament and tendons of the knee. You'll most likely feel a sharp pain on the inside of your knee. This happens because if your feet splay out with every step, you'll land on the outside edge of your heel and your ankle will collapse inward. And this causes a torque in your lower leg. Self-assess by checking your feet periodically while you run. Do you notice one or both splay out? Even better, check your footprint. When it started snowing this winter, I've started to check my footprints once or twice during each run. I stop and I walk back a short distance and just look at how my feet landed. I just see the outline of my feet and I can tell if my foot is splayed out, if it's pointing away from the midline of the direction I was going. 
Since I've become aware of this, I've really started looking at how other people walk and run, mostly walk. And it's alarming to me to see how many people walk, run with their feet splayed out. To fix it, it's not enough to just adjust your foot, like just kind of pivoting on the heel and pointing it forward. You need to rotate your entire leg toward your center line until your feet are parallel and pointed forward. And this happens from all the way up at the very top of your thigh. You literally grasp it, one, one hand in the front and one hand in the back, and then you literally move your entire leg. And over time, this will strengthen your adductors or your inner thighs, and it'll allow your knees to hinge in the direction they were meant to instead of twisting with each footstep. So listen, if you're out there running three, four, five plus days a week, putting lots of time on your feet, you must implement good form so you can continue to do to run for years to come. Another benefit of implementing good form is that running feels good and it opens up the ability to focus on other things while running instead of always having to push past the pain. So let's say that after having listened to this episode, you're curious about chi running and wondering what to do next. Here's my recommendation. Get the book from Amazon or wherever you get your books or get the audiobooks. I used to listen to it while commuting to work and then implement the focuses as you listen. Don't wait to finish the entire book. Next, get the Chi Running app. Seriously, it's a $9 app loaded with short video clips like two, three minute long that all focus on one particular aspect of running form. Or attend a Chi Running workshop. There aren't a ton around, but stars might align and you might be able to find one that you can attend. If you attend one, you'll get in-person feedback from the instructor there on your form. Lastly, consider attending one of my small in-person summer retreats in 2023 here in Wyoming. You'll get five days of chi running instructions and mindfulness curated to help you run with confidence and joy. All right, runner friend, I hope this information was valuable and can help you on your road to running success and happiness. Reach out. I'd love to hear from you if this information is making a difference for you and pass it on to another runner friend along the way. Until next week. All right, runner friend, if you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel happier, more confident, and empowered on your runs, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the type of runs you desire. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. As your coach, I'll be there to support you along the way. There'll be a link in the show notes to sign up for a call with me. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.